Today's episode is brought to you by MyBookie. For all your betting needs this season, check out MyBookie. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and they will double your first deposit. You play, you win, and you get paid. Today on the ZABEcast, what happens if the NFL loses more star quarterbacks in the next two years? Don't scoff, it could happen. Maybe as many as five. Who here thinks John Gruden's a show clown? Knock if you're with me. Mr. X joins me live from Vegas. All that plus a Aaron plays Santa in August. Your bonus 40 minutes of gloriously uncensored me is locked and loaded. So buggle up and let's go. Here we go. Thursday, August 29th, 2019. Thank you for downloading. Let's get right to it, shall we? We'll start with this. Is there a quarterback shortage coming in the NFL? I know it's. I scoffed a couple of episodes at Drew McGarry saying that the NFL is more than sustainable and that any notion that it's not is pure fantasy. But are we heading towards a quarterback shortage answer quick answer short answer is no we could lose a lot of stars though in the next couple of years and that will be an interesting period for the nfl we're just gonna have to make more patrick mahomes i guess this from david murphy writing for the philadelphia inquirer under the headline the nfl's real existential crisis might be a looming quarterback shortage He talks about how every summer the turnover on 53-man rosters is constant. Jordan Matthews for the Eagles becomes Torrey Smith, who becomes Mike Wallace, who becomes Deshaun Jackson. Bryce Treggs becomes Mack Hollins, who becomes J.J. Arcego-Whiteside. Right. You're like, who who are these guys? The left tackle of the future is Dylan Gordon, and then it's Jordan Malaita, and now it's Andre Dillard, and on and on. Guys whose names you don't know and you don't care. Among the ramifications, though, writes Murphy, of Luck's stunning retirement from the game of football at 29, was the exacerbation exacerbation of a potential crisis that's been brewing for more than a decade. Look up and down the list of NFL passing leaders each year, and you will see a handful of names that have been mainstays since the early 2000s. Of the 14 highest-rated starting QBs in 2018, five of them were in their 14th season or greater. Let me repeat. Of the 14 highest rated passers last year, five, five of 14 were in year 14 or longer. Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Ben Roethlisberger, Aaron Rodgers, all regarded as sure Hall of Famers. And if Philip Rivers had played in a different era, he would be too. All five of those players will be 36 or older by the end of 2019. This along with aging backup Ryan Fitzpatrick in Miami and aging two-time Super Bowl winner Eli Manning in New York, nearly a quarter of the league will start quarterbacks 36-plus in 2018. Before this current group of gray hairs, there has been just seven QBs in history who started more than 16 games beyond the age of 36. Wow. Only seven quarterbacks in history who started more than 16 games after the age of 36. 
Those guys, Brett Favre, Vinny Testaverde, Peyton Manning, Doug Flutie, Kurt Warner, Brad Johnson, Jeff Garcia. That's it. That's the list. In other words, Brady and others, writes Murphy, the end for them could come any season, including this one. Which raises the question, who will replace them? Ever since Luck was drafted 1-1 in 2012, he looked like he would one day lead the pack. Not no more he ain't. Here are the numbers, the stark reality of life with Luck and life without him. With Andrew Luck, the Colts are 53-33. and 33. Without him, 12-30. and 30. Since 2017, 10 of the NFL's 32 teams have selected a QB in the first round of the draft. You factor in the five teams that have an aging star and it's no clear heir apparent. And the six teams that have installed new veteran starters like Nick Foles in Jacksonville, Joe Flacco in Denver, Jimmy Garoppolo in San Fran, Kirk Cousins in Minnesota, Fitzpatrick in Miami, and now Jacoby Brissett in Indy. With the two quarterbacks who have yet to sign an extension heading into the option year of their rookie deals, that'd be Mariota and Winston, you're left with only nine teams that have an entrenched veteran starter in his physical prime. Now, let me pause here to say all of this is interesting and it's a way to sort of break down the league. And you may be alarmed like, wow, only nine teams have a veteran starter in their physical prime. That doesn't necessarily mean it's abnormal. It's interesting to see it broken down that way, but show me what that league dispersion looked like 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, and is it significantly different? Oh, there's more coming, by the way, and let's say Kyler Murray is awesome this year. Let's say that Daniel Jones is as advertised. Let's say some of the lesser guys from last year's draft get traction this year, like a Josh Allen in Buffalo. Let's say all the prospects that are coming in the next two years out of college, Tua, Fromm, Herbert, Sunshine, Fields, let's say they're all good as well. Well, then problem solved, right? Maybe there never was a problem. I've said before that when people talk about how do you make the NFL less dangerous, less violent, less destructive to bodies, I keep coming back to the one thing that would be a surefire, no doubt about it, turn down the volume and the heat on bodies and injuries in the NFL. Weight limits, weight limits, weight limits, period. You set weight limits at positions, position by position, player by player. Well, not player by player, but you know, position group by position group, and you make the players conform to those weight limits. And if you say, but it's not fair that this guy's 310 pounds and he's He's a good lineman, and he, he'd like to play in the NFL, and the weight limit's 290. Lose weight. There's nothing on earth that mandates somebody has to be a certain size and weight. Slim down. Stay strong, but lose weight. And that applies across the board. So I think I went through this in a podcast recently. I won't repeat it here. If I did, I'm sorry. I'm not keeping a good track of my topics. The companion to how do we make the NFL less quarterback-dependent is, in my opinion, liberalize holding. If you were to greatly liberalize holding on the offensive line, it would have many beneficial effects. Number one, it would reduce quarterback injuries and blindside hit concussions. Number two, it would allow for teams to design power running schemes that can win lots of games. It would tilt the scales back in favor 
of teams running the ball a shit ton with exciting quarter, exciting running backs who can get through big holes thanks to the liberalized holding and break off exciting runs. Or they could experiment with it and see what happens. I think they would have a very interesting result. I think it would tip the scales back away from it being a quarterback-dependent league. If you got a quarterback, you got a shot. If you don't, you're fucked. Period. End of story. Welcome to the NFL. Need I read you the Andrew Luck with, Andrew Luck without stats again? All right, I'll read them one more time. 12 and 30 without him. 53 and 33 with him. Okay, let's move on. John Gruden. Couple sound bites I want to play here. One was from, oh, by the way, my Siri. Excuse me, just a second. Excuse me, just a second. Uh, you know, these devices listen to me all the time. Two iPads here that I use part of my broadcast setup. And of course, I've got Siri enabled on both of them. Probably shouldn't. And when I'm doing a podcast here, every now and then I say something and it, it lights up and then it starts transcribing everything I'm saying. Okay, I turned it off. Where was I? John Gruden. Play bite number one. This is from Tuesday's Hard Knocks, episode four, in which Gruden and Matt LaFleur met prior to the game to say hello and talk about what else, the condition of the CFL field that was not ready for prime time. Yeah, good to see you, man. Ready to roll? not Lambeau Field quality, I know, but we're playing. You guys, you guys, want, you guys don't want to play or what? On the on the uh, end zone? I, I, hey, I said, hey, I don't really care. I just want to kick off and start playing ball. Let's just play the game, man. <laughs> what a dick! What a dick he is for flexing on Lafleur like that. I mean, the condescension dripping from his voice. Hey, man. hey good to see you, man. Hey, man, good to see you. Yeah, who are you? You ready to roll? Oh, no. What, what do you think Floor is going to say? Oh, no. What's going on? I I left my play sheet on the bus. I, I Oh, my God. Oh. It's fine with us. Yeah. It's not Lambeau Field quality, I know. But. No, yeah, it's not Lambeau Field quality, I know. <laughs> We're playing. You guys, you, guys want, you guys don't want to play or what? We're playing. You guys don't want to play or what? <laughs> you guys chicken? You're not going to call the game off, you sissies, are you? Jesus. On the, on the uh, end zone? I, I, hey, I said, hey, I don't really care. I just want to kick off and start playing ball. Let's just play the game, man. Let's just play the game, man. Hey, fuck you, Gruden. God, I wish that could have been a real game, and I wish that LaFleur could have coached Rodgers and the Packers to a 45-7 to victory. Shut up. I want to play, huh? Yeah, it's not Lambo or anything. But this is John Gruden for you. And the whole knock on wood thing, if you're with me, where did he get that from? What? Who? What is that? I did love the knock on wood remix they did uh, play, Don't do however. it. These are my toys. These are our toys. These my are our toys. friends. Knock on wood if you're with me. Take that son of a with you. They don't seem to like it. Boom. Let's pound the ball right up there. Knock on wood if you're with me, man. All right. Knock, 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 knock. 
That's just good NFL preparation when you're practicing against your own team in shorts. All right? We're going to practice in shorts again. Knock on wood if you're with me. All right? We got to stay hot. We got to keep putting wood on a fire, man. Knock on wood if you're with me, okay? Don't shove sand up the fleas in there. Knock on wood if you're with me. Do not cut your pants. Knock on wood if you're with me. Make sure we're clear on that. Are we, men? You guys like it? You guys love it or like it? It's good stuff. Are you with me, uh, everybody? Knock on wood. Knock on wood if you're with me there, man. I'd like to know. I like it. I'd like to know some other coaching expressions you've heard over the years from legendary coaches. I know that Dom Capers, when he was the coach of the Panthers, kept saying, We just need to keep chopping wood. That's a coaching favorite right there. Keep chopping wood. I remember uh, what other expressions uh, come to mind from coaches. Uh, oh, there is one uh, Chuck Pagano referred to the acquisition of Trent Richardson as a, quote, rolling ball of butcher knives, which somebody said was actually a Hayden Fry saying from Iowa days back in the day. Who knows? These things all get passed around. If anybody knows the origin of knock on wood, if you're with me, let me know. That's the only mildly amusing thing coming out of hard knocks. Everything else is douchebaggery. John Gruden. Hey, man. Tell you what, man. I don't want to root against him. I like the Raiders, silver and black. I like the fact they're going to be in Vegas, my second hometown of sorts. Third hometown, something like that. I'm not even that anti-Antonio Brown, even though he's fucking crazy. I think he's a spectacular player. But John Gruden, I don't know, man. I don't know about that guy, man. See, I'm turning into him, man. The Caliono impression of him is more real than Gruden himself. Oh, the new season is here, huh, kids? Antonio Brown is a Raider. They finally got him a helmet. Le'Veon Bell with the Jets. Odell Beckham Jr. is a Brown in Cleveland. I mean, there's hype galore. Who's excited? You're excited. I'm excited. And we're going to bet on these games. I know where I'm putting my money down. My bookie. The place to bet on football every weekend. My bookie has better bonuses and more prop bets than any other sports book, period. This year, they're hosting the first online handicapping super contest. First place is guaranteed to win at least $100,000, and it only costs 100 bucks to enter. All you got to do is pick five games in the NFL against the spread every week to climb the leaderboard and score your share of the huge cash prize pool. My bookie is simple. You bet, you win, they pay. Now, you got to be aware there are you know certain limitations in terms of the bonus money that you get when you sign up, but just make sure you're aware of those before you dive on in. They're all spelled out on the mybookie.com website. They've got player perks, the best in the business, and for fantasy guys out there, you can even bet the over-under on how many fantasy points a player will score each game. Up to $1,000 first deposit bonus, you can double it. That's right. Your first deposit, you can double it up to $1,000. Use promo code ZABE to activate the offer. Go to MyBookie online today. That's MyBookie, M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E, for those of you who cannot spell. And don't forget to use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. Remember, when creating your account to claim the bonus, and you're off and running. Bet, win, get paid. It's that simple with MyBookie.
Joining us plausibly live from Las Vegas, Nevada, the one and only Mr. X. X, what are you doing? What happened? <laughs> well, <laughs> last week you talked me into it on the show. That's so funny. You actually said, I'm booking a flight to Vegas. I'm going to go join the contest. Do you want in for half? This all came about after I just asked you, hey, have you ever done that Westgate Super Contest? And your response was lukewarm at best, from my yeah. estimation. Your thought was, you know, why do I want to try to beat a bunch of other guys when I just want to win money betting on the NFL? Next thing I know, you're hopping a plane, you're entering us into the contest, you're buying a proxy service. Here we are. So, give me up to speed. Yeah. Where are we at? We're it. We're all in. <laughs> now, you're talking, now you're talking me out of it. <laughs> we're Too all late. in. We're all in. All in. Okay, so explain how this works. This is the Westgate Sportsbook Super, Super Book, Contest. Yeah. Right. We're in. And, um, it, and we, it's a you, it's it's basically a handicapping contest that began how many years yeah. ago? Uh gosh, I don't know. It's been it's been at least a decade. And you can anyone can enter. It costs sure. fifteen hundred dollars. Yes. And you pick five games in the NFL against the spread every week. Correct. You cannot pick totals. You must pick sides. Just the games. Correct. Lines come out like Wednesday. I forget. You have uh, have to put them in. I think uh, I think it's Saturday morning. And uh, hold on a second. The lines for our contest come out Wednesday. Yes, they what? Would, they can be a little stale. Yep. I was going to say, so how, I guess that's part of the strategy is, do you play a line that you think is going to move in your favor early, or do you wait to see no, no, if no, no, a no, key no. player who is injured is actually going to play? Well, let's go with the assumption that we're trying to win. <laughs> in that course. case, well, in that case, there'd be no reason in the world ever to get in early. Yes, there is. I'm sorry. Explain. Because if you get in early on a player who is maybe likely to play and then he's declared out by the end of the week, then then we're in on a piece of information that other people did not have or did not move on. No, 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 no. Sorry, let me back you up. Let's say, hold on. Let me me finish my erroneous thought and then you can totally correct me (laughs) because I'm probably wrong on this. It's Wednesday. Colt McCoy is supposed to start for the Redskins. I know, because I know Colt's you know yard guy, that he can't walk, that he ain't going to be declared in, and therefore they're going to have to go with somebody worse than Colt McCoy, which actually, now that I think about it, there probably is nobody. Uh, replace Colt McCoy with a better starter. Yeah, they got Sanchez coming off the bench. Right. <laughs> uh, we, we would want to play the line with the better starter – in on Wednesday versus that starter out on Saturday. Okay. Okay. I'll hang up now and listen. Yeah. No, you, you, you're thinking of it wrong. The point is when the lines come out, those are the lines. When the line is at seven, it's at seven. If info changes and the real line moves, it doesn't matter. You're still playing Wednesday. So there's no reason in the oh, world to oh, be oh, early. Oh. Right. Because I'm yes. sorry. I'm oh, sorry. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. Because yeah. you can – you can play either side of that now stale line come Correct. Sunday morning if need be. 
So when that line goes to 10, you're still choosing which side of the seven do you want to be on. And when you take the seven, you're with the whole world who is obviously also going to play that side. Got it. Okay. Yes. So when are the picks due? You know what? I got to double check that. I got a long sheet of rules, (laughs) but it's basically Saturday morning. Uh, we submit them. And the only ex- uh, exception to that is if you want to play like the Thursday game, then all your picks are due Thursday, which means you and I will never play a Thursday game. It seems like a great disadvantage to do so. Huge disadvantage. You better love that Thursday something special to have to put in your the other four at the same time. But there's, uh, there's, there's, there's still no like, reason to be early. No, even if you love it, even if you knew the outcome of the game, you've already seen the outcome played, it's only one right. win. And you're it's putting four you're putting yeah. four other games at a disadvantage. So okay. So Correct. we also have a proxy service, which is a live human being charged with handing in our picks in person to the Westgate every single week on time. Lest anyone try to they, they don't want people trying to file electronically. Oh, you didn't get my email. Oh, the computer froze up. Oh, this, oh that. It is a old school, you gotta be in person turning in picks, and our proxy service is uh, Kelly in Vegas. Always wow. Obvious the reasons. Kelly in Vegas. <laughs> yep, yep. The smoke show chick <sighs> who is also a hardcore handicapper who you've met. How come I've emailed her site a couple of times saying, can I get you on for an interview? Nothing. Nothing. Huh. Can you broker that for God's sakes? I'd probably get you that. Probably. Probably. What am She's I? got so many ventures right now. I think there's some rules on what she can and can't go on now. Oh. She's not as free as she used to be. There might be some com- competing things, but I'm pretty sure we could work it out. So what's I gonna... tried to hook that up in March Madness last time, but we, we ended up, I think she was at the game, so it didn't work. But yeah. All right. So, but no. But just for the heck of it, you can. You don't have to do it in person. You can do it on their app, but you got to be in the state of Nevada. You know the tracking thing. Oh, right. So that doesn't help us. Any, no, yeah. It's the same thing. So what are we paying yeah. for the uh, service? Um, 300 Okay. Sounds like That's I'm in steep. for $950. The top 100 spots pay out. The top prize for the best record against the spread, five picks a week, 17 full weeks, regular season. It, last year was about $1.7 million or maybe over $2 million. Yeah. Yeah, and... I don't know if we can afford to win that much. <laughs> <laughs> Do you and I need a contract written up ahead of time, just in case? Yeah, I don't think so. Or will this will, will the audio of this podcast serve as my key witness, witness number one in any future trial? Your key witness. I think this is going to be my key witness. <laughs> All right. Here's another question. How many people are entering? How many people entered last year? 5,000? You know, I don't have that number. Okay, it was a lot. It was All a right. lot. What was the winning? The what was the winning percentage last year against the the spread? Sixty-seven. Oh shit! <laughs> that is scorchingly hot. Yeah, that's tough. for five picks a week. Yeah, you hey, and I hit sixty-two percent on your show last year. I was going to say the, we're not that far out of the money. What were our records last year, you and I, with our one lock of the week? Well, I didn't do one. I did three a week with oh, you. Oh, okay. And I was at 62, 63%. You went 12 and 5. Which is what? Do your own math. I don't no, know. I can't do math. Come on. 
The hell's 12 uh, and 5, for God's sakes? It sounds like it's 65%. Pretty that's pretty close. Okay. Of course, the key is moving from 1 or 3 to 5 gets a little bit tougher. Yeah. 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 So, anyway, so we'll you know that what? It's fun. It's uh, That's the plan. To be in this thing is sort of like entering in the World Series of Poker. It doesn't matter if you cash out. I mean, it does matter. I mean, I don't want to lose 900 bucks, but I've already – that money has gone to me, so that's fine. Um, right. The bottom line is you can say you did it, and it could be fun depending on how we're doing halfway through the year if we're kind of in the mix, kind of hunting around like that. It's going to make for good show fodder. I look at it that way. Sure. And uh, who knows? You know, we had on – I had on uh, my 97.3 The Game show the other day, Frank Schwab, who writes for Yahoo Sports, covers the NFL. And he has in his Twitter bio finished thirty third in the Superbook contest nice. in two thousand eleven. Yeah, and I'm like, pay. I'm like, that's pretty cool. It pays, and it's a bragging rights thing. Sure, that's our plan. Let's just do it. All right. So now that you're out there, <laughs> I assume you've been scouting some of the over unders in this year's NFL. I have. Um, I didn't need to come out here to do that, but I have been doing that. It's. I've pared it down to about ten that I'm looking hard at, and I'll I'll pare it down to about four or five by by next week. All right. I assume these are going to be for your subscribers. So give us this special one percent or offer for those that are subscribers to Fridays with me. You're going to give them a special discount on your premium access services in terms of handicapping that's correct two things first of all yeah the one percenters get a huge discount secondly what we're doing this year on callmemrx.com is we decided to go a little bit different i'm still going to do your show assuming you have me i'm still going to do that Mm -hmm. but what we're doing um on this for the subscribers is me the famous Dano and three other, let's call them very sharps. We are having a, a huge contest picking five, the same kind of thing. I'm sorry, picking three each week. Cause we only like to go to three and we have ponied up. It's a big contest. So when you subscribe, you're not getting me, you're getting all five of us. You say that Dano is almost like your Obi-Wan Kenobi. Well, yeah, except whether it's Obi-Wan or Kung Fu or whoever, there's always one pupil that passes the master, so that's me. So so, so Dana was your mentor. Yeah, pretty much. But I've passed him now. No, I'm You've passed him now. <laughs> you know, Luke, Luke passes Obi-Wan, right? So there's wait, are one, you guys going to be doing a th- little podcast within my podcast, or is no, it going to no. be a written analysis week to week that you give out to your Mr. Exactly. X subscribers. Let's put it this way. When you are a member and you get to go to the members only page, ah. you can basically follow along what we're picking and why and see each week and quote, use it. If you're in a spot, you can use it legally. And keep in mind, the other key to this is when you and I do the show and granted, we did really well last year, you know, we're, we're recording on Thursday. No handicapper in the world wants to make picks on Thursday. So when you're subscribing to this, you're getting the five of us on game day. That's when, good. When good guys have real info and can do much better. 
So that's an important distinction as well. Good. I love it. Uh, another yes. reason for those that are really into gambling, that really want a master class from someone who has done it a long time, uh, go ahead and go to callmemrx.com to get all the deets on how to subscribe. Yeah, and I'll give you one more tip on that topic. If you're not in a state where you can walk into the casino or take the express and you're going to be an online player, don't wait until next weekend to try to open an account along with the world. Open it this week before you, I mean, the craze comes in. Every year, guys try to open, you, you know, good luck with customer service or any issues on next weekend. And, and everybody, you know the drill. Everybody always wants to know where can I play, where can I play. If you go to my website, you will see the where should I play link with the folks that I recommend. Click there if you're going to open up something. And don't wait till don't wait till the last weekend of the season. Get Got on it. it. In fact, I always say have two. Always have two shops. You know, good. There's no like reason it. to get a bad number if you got two two good shops. Take them both. I like it. Anyway, all right. So, yeah. uh, what I, I know you're probably going to keep some of your totals and over unders for your people, but what has caught your eye out there yeah. in Vegas? By the way, no, where are you, where are you staying? By the way, I'm at Bally's. I'm at cool. Bally's. Yeah, they, they always treat me good. Here. How is your flight I don't out? Give them mine. You fl- oh, flew out United out of Dallas the the ten fifteen yes. direct flight. God, it was miserable. Why? Five hours is just, well, just five hours in a oh. seat. It's just brutal when you're an old guy. <laughs> it's the only direct but, flight from D.C. to Vegas, though. Well, actually, there's yeah. one out of National, and you can, fly, National. you can fly southwest out of BWI. They've got a, they've got a more flights up there, but Jesus, getting up to yeah, BWI no, is not Yeah, no, that ain't worth it. Yeah, then you got to get a flight home from BWI, practically. But no. <laughs> right. It, uh, I don't mind giving myself, like I said, you know, with my totals, um, on the site, you'll get all five of the people in our contest. Good. So, you know, that's the whole point is, you know, getting my stuff's nice, but getting the, the five is, is, is a different level. Yeah. I'll tell you this. I The first total I put in, I'm sorry, I hate to say it, about a month ago was under six and a half on the skins. It's a good under to get. It's moved down to six in many places already, which is a rare move. They don't usually move those numbers. They just adjust the line of the, you know, the odds. The prices, yeah. The prices, yeah. But um, I like that. I'll probably – I lean a lot right now to the Chargers over nine and a half. Um, okay. I, you, when you pick totals, un, unlike the other sports, it is all about the schedule. You've got to have that schedule broken down, home and away, division, and map it out. And sometimes I land on a team that really surprises me. I would not have thought the Chargers this year. I mean, they're you know coming off a really good twelve and four year, but I I just love the way their schedule breaks for them. They got the right teams at home and the right teams on the road, um, so I like them too. Okay, what else? Took a took a flyer today out here on Baker Mayfield on the MVP at uh, twenty five to one. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> Pretty sexy if the Browns were to win their division. Yeah. All right. And Mayfield has a great year. There is a okay. strong case because the MVP is voted on by whom? The media. I don't know. You don't know. I- you just bet know. money on something you don't know who bets on the MVP? <laughs> I couldn't tell you who's been doing it. I, I get the sports. I think it's uh, 
I don't know if it's media or not. Yeah, it's media. I don't know who else is it. I think it is media, and therefore, you know, media loves narratives. They love good stories. Exactly. And Baker Mayfield yep. with a good He's season, a and the Browns winning their division to lift themselves out of the morass of ineptitude after decades is too much catnip for them to resist. That's that was what I was thinking. You're you're exactly right. He may, yeah. you know, if it if it comes down to him and Drew Brees or Brady, you know. I think uh, he's a sexier pick. Why am I not betting the Patriots under 11? Because you – oh, man. You know, why did you pick against the Patriots like nine straight weeks for the, for the Empire to end last year? <laughs> when are you going to stop? I, this don't, is the year it ends. It. This is the Can't year you... it finally ends. I'm, I'm on the Patriots under 11. It's happening. No Gronk. Uh, uh, I... Brady's going to snap something. And all okay. of a sudden, they're going to look very mortal up there. Eventually, uh, this has to happen. Yeah, this is the like year. The, you're the classic economist, where they say every good economist predicts the same thing until it's right. Well, but I predicted this. <laughs> I predicted this a couple years in a row, and then I stopped yeah. for two years. Well, let's put it this way. So I'm looping. Last... I'm looping back to when the card count is even richer in my favor, Mister X. Yeah, but all stretch run and all playoffs last year, you predicted the demise. Until the Super Bowl, you finally quit. You said, all right, I give up. I've had enough. Well, they, so when he eventually okay. goes down at age 49, you're going to say, told you. <laughs> they fucking lost to the Chiefs. Let's let's not kid ourselves. They lost to the fucking Chiefs. The game was over. They coded out on the operating room table. Boop. And then they said flag. D Ford lined, off, off, lined up offsides. So you it's a near-death experience. That? That they had. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's funny how we want to pick that apart that they almost lost. And yet, you know, think of like our team. Wouldn't it be nice to be in a game like that now and then? If all we can do on the Patriots is say they could have lost a title game, <laughs> they're still pretty damn good. You know, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I won't play over 11, but I would, you know me, I'm not going against the hoodie. And I'm, when you're ready to fire that in, you just give me a call. <laughs> I, right, because you're in Vegas right now, so you're going to accommodate me on that. No, I'm going to hold that one for uh, you. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Uh, Chiefs. Let me know. Here are the, I'm just going with the top numbers. The Chiefs are 10 and a half. Yeah, that's a hard one to go over. The general rule of thumb is go over the big numbers. Excuse me under the big numbers and over the small ones, but you really got to break down the schedule. For example, I love to, you know, the way they match up versus the other seeds um, in the two extra games. So like the ones, the division winners play the division winners, the fourth place play the fourth place. Right. I always find it's good to, I try to find the best fourth place team and maybe the biggest drop off of the first place teams. If that makes sense. That's what put me on the bears last year when they went from a, five win team to a 12 win team because they were the best fourth place team the year before and had the soft schedule. Um, so that's a good, that's a good formula. Okay. I'd play the Rams under 10 and a half under the theory of Gurley, not as healthy this year. And also maybe the league catches up to McVay just a bit. You know, they caught his schemes for the first time last year. There's going to be adjustments on that. And this is the second year of a lot of these veteran purchases where they've loaded up the team with expensive name players. I'd go under the 10 and a half. Yeah, you wouldn't have me doing that. When you look at that division. It's not good. That, 
I mean, that division sucks. Fair enough. And Saints. if the Seahawks slump a little, you know what? They can they go five and one in the division right there. That ain't hard to get to. to Saints ten and a half. Wouldn't touch it. I think the number's right where it deserves to be. Exactly. Agree. Chargers ten. You said over. Yeah, well, I'm seeing nine and a half everywhere. I went over okay. the nine and a half. All yeah. right. Eagles at ten. They won nine games last year. I can't. Yeah, do they're it. up to they're up to ten and a half in most places, and that's because they got you know Giants and Redskins. Um, I like their schedule though. They got it right. They get Seattle at home, which is key. I think the real and, wild card. This is why I wouldn't go over on the Eagles. Is that, and I wouldn't go under because I know that my emotions bias my thinking on this because I, you know, hate them. Um, Wentz is going to get hurt again. I can see it coming. And so if he misses three games, they are up Shit's Creek. They do not have a good backup now that they've traded Foles or let him walk. Well, you know what, Zabe? I, I was doing this on the plane and I, I can't find it here. But it, I, I looked through and something like six teams that had reasonable quarterback injuries last last year, you know, either out for the year or out for at least three or four games. And all six of those teams went under on their total. Well, of course it's a quarterback league, your quarterback, any, but you know, anytime you say, Oh, I think their quarterback's going to get hurt. They go under. Well, yeah, any team's quarterback gets hurt in the NFL these days. Well, who's most, who's most likely to get hurt a guy in Wentz who's had shoulder injuries that popped up. The knee got torn up. He plays a style that's prone to getting banged around. You know, Wentz is a lot like luck in how he plays. Fair. Okay. Fair. Uh, but, Bear, you know, I just yeah. look. I like to like him under. I, I always feel like if I like the team under, the injury is icing. But I can't play right. it just for the injury. All right. We keep moving. Bears. Yeah. Nine. I love the over. Not only do I think they are an easy eleven-win team because the defense is going to be sick again. I love Nagy's aggressiveness. Trubisky should be a tick better, even though I'm not wild about him. And I know their division is tough. I get it. But I think the Bears are a possible Super Bowl team this year. Again, I do it a little differently. I agree with everything you're saying. How do you feel about playing the Saints and going to the Rams? How do you feel about playing KC and San Diego and still having to get to, you know? They're going to fuck those teams up. You watch. If, oh, okay. If – if Khalil Mack is not gone for, what, five, six games like he was last year, look out. Saints are going to get yeah. their asses handed to him at a Chinese takeout box. Cleveland, over nine. A lot of people Love liking it. that. I I would take the under on that. I'm still not buying the Browns. I'm buying the Browns well, to still suck, and I'm buying the Patriots to finally not be awesome. Uh-huh. That's weird. I'm kind of going both ways on that. You know, you and I can't be more opposite so far. I think I'm not sure we're you like not the, sure we should be partners. You like <laughs> exactly. We got to rethink this. Browns <laughs> over nine. You love it. Well, no, I like it, and the reason I like it is is a division play. I feel like the other three teams in the division are all moving down, and when you have three teams moving down, sometimes I just play the other team to go up. Okay. Steve, I don't uh, like Baltimore, Pitt, or um, Cincinnati. I don't like any of those three. So Packers, nine. I like the over a lot. Don't love it. It's a strong like. I think this defense for Green Bay is going to be incredibly improved, and I believe they might be a top 12 defense. That's going to keep them in a lot of games. They're going to have new wrinkles to the offense that McCarthy didn't have. 
and I love I like them a lot over nine. I do too. Schedules in their favor a little bit. Um, I like them a lot. They're in my hunt. They'll probably be one of my five or six picks at the end. But let me ask you this: everything you said about Carson Wentz, you can't say that about Aaron Rodgers too. He doesn't play like once. Well, no, but he's he has to Rogers like he's out for a month every year. Well, he has been out like a lot him. lately, but Rogers, yeah. Rogers is slighter of frame than Wentz okay. and doesn't throw himself into the fray as much. He he's a runner and a slider, and he is a yeah. runner and a duck out of bounder. He is savvy like Russell Wilson when it comes to avoiding contact. Yeah, and he has been for many years. It just seems like he's always out a month. Okay. But if he's healthy, I agree with you completely. Steelers, Vikings, Cowboys all at nine as well. I wouldn't touch any of them because I don't like flipping coins for money. Fair. Falcons, eight and a half. Haven't really formed an opinion on that. Uh, yeah, I'm uh... – Let's see what do I get on the Falcons. That's probably that's probably not a play. I do lean a little bit under on them. Ravens eight and a half under two fists. That's the anti Lamar Jackson bet. He'll be spectacular at times. He'll make a lot of highlights and he'll get broken some way along the way, and then they're fucked. Uh, couldn't agree with you more. Finally, finally. And let's remember, they're what I said a few minutes ago. Remember, they were they won the division last year, so that first place schedule is not good. I mean, they got to play Houston, yeah. they got to play yeah. K- at KC, Patriots. So yeah, I don't like their schedule. And with Cleveland and Pitt, uh, I see Baltimore possibly being uh, third in that division. So yeah, I'm going under on them. Seahawks eight and a half. Pete Carroll's finally doing a rebuild. I actually, I respect their organization. Even though I hate Carroll, I hate Russell Wilson, yeah. but I respect them. They're in rebuild mode, but man, I would, I would play the over just for fun because I think they could be really good still. Yeah, they're, that's. I have to look closer with them. They're probably, I think, right now, probably one of the toughest teams for me to figure out. Yeah, really. Uh, Texans. Uh, you know, when you get four games with San Fran and Arizona, that's a good start. Texans eight and a half. I wouldn't touch it. They're an eight yeah. nine win team all the time. Except for yeah. last year when they won eleven, just by the way. Yeah, well, they were they were uh, one of our big picks last year, yeah. um, and they got there easy. Uh, I, I lean over on them again. Okay. Lean over, yeah. Titans eight. Not only wouldn't I touch this, I can't bet Titan games against the spread. Period. They are literal my literal b- blind spot in the NFL. I just it doesn't matter. I don't know what it is about them. I can't pick them. I don't know. Yeah, they they're they're in my hunt. I have a hunch they may be they may make the final cut. I like them under. Niners eight. Garoppolo has had a shit August. On the other hand, August don't matter. Yeah, has anybody ever been a higher rated quarterback in the NFL having played like three games in his career? I mean, everybody loves Garoppolo, and I I think he's only played three or four NFL games. Jaguars eight. They won five last year. They pick up Foles. I go under, and it's easy. I don't think about it. Foles sucks. Fair. Good okay. schedule to boot. I like their schedule. Panthers yep. at eight. The wild card is Cam, who's already hurt. Came into August hurt, got hurt more. I'd go under. I wouldn't go crazy, but I'd go under eight. Yeah, that one's they're, they're a five hundred club. That one's a tough one. Colts, Colts seven and a half adjusted following Luck's retirement. Yeah, 
I think that one's a little too hard to pick. Um, that division is not really very good. Um, I don't know. I'm not sure about Jets, that. Jets, seven and a half, year two of the square-headed Sam Darnold era. They add Le'Veon Bell. There's optimism, but here's the thing. Here's why I like the over. Forget all that stuff. Changed helmets. It went back to the mid-'80s chrome green with the stylized Jets logo. Did you know teams that change helmets – have a three-and-a-half game increase on average in wins. Love the Jets over. Yeah, I don't know why when I evaluated them, I forgot to think about the logo. By, um, by the way, they, they, have a, they have a big spread from last year to this year. They won four games yeah, last year. They won four. And their total is three-and-a-half. That's a big delta right there. They, you got to get to eight to win that. Not, not me. Denver, seven uh, with Joe Flacco. I'll never bet on a Joe Flacco led team again. Either way, that's a good. That's a good. Uh, good policy. Good, uh, good. Good policy. Uh, Bills at seven. Probably under. Not wild. Yeah, I'm seeing them at around six and a half. They're a tough call. Lions you six know, if, and if a you half. Can figure, if you yeah. can figure out between Miami, the Jets, and uh, Buffalo, which one of those three is going to suck more? You know, you're onto it because Ly- they play each other. Lions six and a half. I'd go over by a nudge. They're they're an eight and eight team to me. Yeah, because they're better than the other four seeds. You know, from last year, they go right. Washington, Tampa, Arizona. They might be the best of those. That's what I was saying earlier. They're the best of the fours. Tampa six and a half. Nobody has played more brain dead, throw games away, horseshit football than Tampa the last couple of years under multiple coaching regimes. Bruce Arians takes over because even though he nearly died coaching. I love these coaches, Mr. X. Kubiak, Arians, doesn't matter. They could fucking code out with a heart attack. They can't stop coaching. He comes back to coach again. I think it's going to go very badly for Arians. I'm not as high on him as I was a while ago. So I would take the under on Tampa, which is a low number at six and a half, but I would. It is. And, you know, last year that was one of our top plays on Tampa. I was under six and a half also. I think they came out of the shoot like three and one. Yeah, they won five in the end. And they won five. Jameis Winston has to – yeah, Jameis Winston's playing for a new contract this year. And that's the thing. Winston, talented, but he makes the dumbest fucking mistakes you've ever seen. It's like he's playing pickup football out there. Skins, total six. You and I both strongly on the under. Bengals, six. Oof. Right where it belongs. Giants, six. I'd go over just for a laugh. Not a ton, just for a laugh. Yes, again, the, the, they're better than the other fours. So the Arizona and Tampa games—that's a big—that's a big difference maker to get to six. But they still got to sweep the skins to get there. So it's almost like when you take the skins under the Giants over. In some ways, it's, it's just doubling up on the same bet. Raiders six. I love the over because a lot of people think they're going to suck. They won four games last year. That was Gruden's first year. And they were dealing with the shock of having traded Khalil Mack right before the season. That didn't go over well. I refuse to believe that when you add talent like they have, both in free agency and with the trade for Antonio Brown, that you're not two games better at least. I think that's a push at worst a push. Otherwise, they're a seven or eight win team easy. Uh, I'll give you that. That's a tough division, though. But, yes, what do you think about the theory that – I mean, this – People forget the Raiders were an eight and a half 
win total last year and everybody was picking him in the playoffs. Yeah. And then I think Gruden, I, I believe in that theory that Gruden kind of came in like, you know what? I think I'd like to bottom this team out first and then look like a damn genius <laughs> okay. when I come back. Gruden is a clown, but he's not an idiot. And so he knows how to coach right. at least. And yes. I just believe they're going to move the needle on two wins worth of talent acquisition and a little bit better start. Cardinals, five wins. <sighs> Kyler Murray is going to be fun as hell to watch. I have no idea if he's going to be any good. None. Yeah, that's uh, – you don't make – as I say, you don't make a living going under the worst team because <laughs> it's numbers so low. But you're not going to get my money on the over. Yeah, and then the Dolphins have the lowest total, at least on the side I'm looking yes. at, four and a half. Four yeah. and a half, and it looks like Josh Rosen still didn't win the job after landing there after his first year. That's embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, that's the same thing. It's not that hard in that division. That's that's the worst division still overall, I think, Miami-Buffalo and the Jets. So it's hard to go under Miami because they'll find a way to get a couple division wins. Okay, but, those uh, those are bad. my those are my leans right now. My actual official season totals will be next week. Okay, deal, deal on that. And in two minutes or less, what else do you got from Vegas? Because we've gone a good thirty three okay. minutes so far. I think we're done. Um, here's what I got. I was seeing today about this. I forget the the lady's name that plays soccer. That everyone says it's going to be an NFL kicker. Oh yeah, Carly, lost... Carly Lloyd. Are yeah. you kidding me? I mean. Look, I don't, nobody wants to talk kickers, but when I was in college, we lived next to the practice field uh, for Virginia for practice field. We used to go over and kick field goals all the time. It was not hard to hit from, well, not, I shouldn't say not hard. My range was 54. Okay. Whoa. No, no, no. I, I could kick. But the point is. How this. old are you? Well, when I was in college. Okay. 54. Yeah, I could hit 54. But here's what I'm saying when somebody's holding the ball, I always explain this when people make fun of kickers. Any guy, well, not any guy, any player can hit from 50 when you're standing there and holding the ball and you can run up and kick it. But an NFL kicker gets one step and he's aiming at a spot where there is no ball. It's two and a half. And as his yeah. foot comes down, right now, okay, no, you're but, right. No, you trust And if me. you watch that video, she doesn't run until the ball is placed, and then she runs six steps. And of you know what? Course. My point is, when I could hit fifty-four, when we do the two-step rule like a real kick, my, it would go down to about forty. It was that much of a difference. That's what I always remember. So you see these people, like whenever they do these kicking contests, where they run up and kick the ball, and they're like, "Oh, you know, anybody should be able to make that." It's a big damn difference when you're taking that two steps and of aiming for a course. spot of turf. And of so course. this whole thing about her playing is just getting silly. She's 37 years old. You yeah. know any? Oh, you I know? Didn't know, you know that part. Yeah. Do you know anyone that started their NFL career, male or female, at 37? I don't think so. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> also this whole idea she... about doing doing I'm sorry doing Vegas trips out here. Everyone talking about doing them. Don't ever do August. A little warm, huh? It's 107. <laughs> yeah, but it's I was a dry heat. March Madness when I packed, and I'm like, this is this is ridiculous. It's a dry heat, though. Carly, dry heat. Carly Lloyd, five foot seven as well, 37 years old, never played in high school. 
You know, they tried this before with Tony Miola, the goalkeeper for the USA men's team yeah. on the Jets. Yeah. And they only had Miola on for one reason. They wanted him in the preseason to be their kickoff specialist. That's yeah. it. Not field goals. Yeah. Kickoff. He was too inconsistent. He hit line drives, not enough hang time, and they cut him after three preseason games. So if you want to believe in the Carly Lloyd fantasy, believe in it, because people just need a reason to believe in shit that makes yeah. them feel good. And with that, we'll call it a day. Uh, Mr. X, enjoy right. the heat out there in Vegas. It's a dry heat. Thank you for signing us up for this uh, Fandango known as the Super Contest. We'll see how right. we do. And uh, next week it begins in earnest. And remember, if you want Mr. X's full picks, the full access to even his advisors and his Obi-Wans, sign up at the website callmemrx.com. Sounds good. Bye, right, buddy. Hope the dice week. hope the dice gets hot for you. Get hot for you, and we'll talk to you next week. Okay. That's See you, bud. Let's end on this today. Congratulations, A-A-Ron Rogers. You've done it. A-A-Ron. That's right. <laughs> A-A-Ron, you you the man, A-A-Ron. Where is A-A-Ron right now? Aaron Rodgers unveiled, or the Cal football program unveiled its new locker room that is sweet, and it was gifted to them by Packers quarterback and Cal Bear Aaron Rodgers. Here was the audio of the Cal football team as they walked in to see their sweet new digs for the first time, thanks to Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Rodgers, uh, by the way, seven-figure donation for this particular uh Locker room. Come on, audio. Where are you at? Oh, hold on. The site is muted. Okay, there we go. Here are the kids. All the uh, helmets, by the way, are encased. All the helmets are encased in uh, sort of lighted up boxes every uh cal logo up top looks sweet that is pretty nice right there now these kids are exploited though they should be getting paid they should be professionals how dare they be asked to play for free they look all so miserable all these kids playing Division I college football on a scholarship and getting to work out and to uh, suit up in a locker room that nice. Said Rogers, quote, I'm pleased and proud to make this gift to support Cal football. My years there were among the best of my life. My time in Berkeley created lasting, unforgettable memories. Coach Justin Wilcox was on the staff when I was a Bear, and I'm excited about the team's direction with Justin pointing the way. Bears open the season uh, against UC Davis on Saturday. All right, that'll do it for me today. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, if you want more of me, if you can only, if you can't just live on four days a week, subscribe to Fridays. Starting next week, we will have football five ways Friday for the season opening weekend of the NFL. It's going to be glorious. Tomorrow, I will do a little dabble of a preview, but not officially football five ways Friday, not just yet. And I appreciate everyone who does subscribe. Thanks for listening. Tell a couple friends, rate and review, 
And we will see you tomorrow for my subscribers, and I'll see you Monday on Labor Day. Yes, I'm doing a show Monday, a podcast Monday. I work when others sleep. I work when others barbecue. We will see you Monday, everybody. Let me run around and put your car on cruise and lay back because it's summertime.